Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Urban and rural residents have benefited a lot from the market economy. Restaurants, supermarkets and malls concentrate in our neighbourhood and make our lives easier than ever before. The market, however, has not responded to our cultural demands as efficiently as it has to our more earthly desires. The development of cultural spaces therefore hinges on more targeted initiatives, at least for the time being. Hello, I'm Lai Ming, and you're listening to Roundtable. Today, with my colleagues Niu Holing and Cui Xingyu, uh, we take a look at some good examples of community building in the cultural aspect. And uh, first thing on the list, I mean, what does the typical cultural space look like? Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind would be a community library mm. where I brought my son to borrow some books, and uh, there he had some pretty good interaction with uh, a well, elder sister slightly older, uh, and then they they had quite the fun. But uh, all in all, it was um, it was a pleasant experience. Yeah, um, for me too. The first thing that comes up in my mind is the public libraries, as um, Liming just said. Um, I also went to the library of Shijingshan District for mm. like twice, and I can see that um, it really serves well for the locals. But the facilities can be really old, and it serves only one function of like borrowing and reading and returning books. Mm, there's so, three functions, and yes. that's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> yeah. It's it's enough for a sense, but uh, if we look at the emerging new public cultural spaces, this is definitely not enough. <laughs> what do you mean, I mean as as somebody that's probably uh, the mainstream consumer or the mainstream visitors of these cultural uh, places? I mean, what do you look for when you? Try and and have some fun at one of those places. Mm. I think, especially for today's younger generations, um, they go to a cultural space. They're not just looking for a space for a good read. They they look for somewhere um, they can make friends or some somewhere they can um, attend different uh, exhibitions or or art uh, galleries, mm-hmm. other gatherings, so that they can enrich their local uh, their life. So. Um, that ki- that can be one of the reasons why we're seeing um, an increasing number of cultural spaces. They are taking different elements into co- uh, into consideration. I totally agree. Actually, at the very beginning, when I started to t- well read about this topic, I was uh-huh. like, cultural spaces <laughs> have been there for the entire history of human. Uh, the entire process of human history. It's like been the there forever. Be a cultural place. It is a cultural place. <laughs> you get together, talk about things that just not concern your, um, let's say, agricultural activity or the thing that you make a living with. You don't talk about these concrete things that will bring bread on the table. You Maybe talk a about the grandpa would be uh, telling a story. Yeah, there. you're sharing <laughs> stories, sharing your experiences. You're telling um, people, passing on knowledge to the smaller ones, and mm. you are spending time with the respective elder ones in the clay. Well, in ancient times. So those are cultural places. And with the development of the society, we see the cultural spaces already developed to these different types of places that we're very familiar with. Like mm-hmm. Xingyu and Laimi has mentioned library. And of course, a theater would be a cultural space. Mm-hmm. Um, a, let's say, museum or a exhibition hall would be a cultural space. Sure, yeah. And definitely universities would constitute as a really important and great cultural spaces. But especially it's not always public. I mean, some... Especially 
especially when it was pub public, uh, or in a lot of different places, sure, you get、yeah. to go there and、um, also bring a、uh, borrow books in the university libraries, or at least. Stay there and talk to university students for a while.、Mm-hmm. Anyways,、mm-hmm. these are the traditional cultural spaces, in my understanding. And apparently, what people are trying to do in different, maybe local governments or people just living in the neighborhood, what they are trying to do is to create this relatively integrated area, or、um, let's say the kind of place Xingyu has mentioned、mm-hmm. that is multifunctional,、mm-hmm. yeah. that carries this characteristic that the buildings are with great. Aesthetic、um, designing、appeal. purpose and or appeal,、mm-hmm. and they serve not only a group of people with one specific need, but also people. The elderly may stay there and have a walk. The smaller ones can play around and have certain facilities、uh, catering to their needs.、Mm-hmm. And especially the young, trendy niche group <laughs> would have, you know, a special sometimes an exhibition or a play to enjoy in the place as well. Sure, and this place can look drastically different from the traditional cultural places that New Holland mentioned earlier. I, for one, remember、uh, the small county library that I used to go to, and it was dimly lighted, and、uh, the furniture all looked very old, and there were not a lot of people there, and it was awfully quiet, and so. Uh, the the books all look dusty, and when you look for, let's say, a book, and the, it might take the librarian quite a few, quite a while, before he or she can locate the the option for you. So、um, it was, it was last century, and it certainly uh, don't uh, match up with the desire and demand of the growing consumers and visitors, or people who are eager to get some. Cultural experience, and and so、uh, after moving to Beijing, I think I got quite the、uh, revelation that in fact the efforts have been made in this regard. I mean, for instance, in the western Beijing, there is the Zhongjian Yishuqu in Chinese. It's more、mm-hmm. like a an art complex. I mean, it's、um, it's not just a building. It's it's a space. It is a plaza. It's、mm-hmm. a it's a community. It's a community. So it's it's it's, it's got a film, an art film, cinema. There is. Uh, restaurants, of course, and but there there are also exhibition halls where young people would like to hang out. In fact, students, little kids, can stage their own exhibition there、uh, <laughs> if they are up to it and if they can afford that. So, Xinyi,、um, uh, do you have more good examples of?、Um, Uh, cultural、yeah. places that shot to national fame, for yeah, instance. Yeah, sure.、Um, I have come across this small reading space in the ancient village of Zuobu in Zhongshan City, in Guangdong Province, in the southern part of China.、Um, in recent years, it has really gained popularity among the locals and tourists alike. So, over the past years,、um, the Zuobu Book House was jointly built by the local villagers and the city library. It features a glass structure. So, if you Are inside this book house, you can、um, either enjoy reading your book, but also you can、um, look outside and to enjoy the beautiful scenery of the countryside. And you become <laughs> the view for the by. Passes、oh, as well. Oh, that's romantic! And、um, apart from essentially, it's a shared reading space where you can borrow books, and、um, there will be all kinds of exhibitions held there.、Mm-hmm. Um, I've also noticed that it has this borrow and return system that is linked to libraries across the city.、Oh. So it means you can borrow and return. 
uh, the books in any of its stores inside the city. This is really practical because this yes. is um, acknowledging that people who come here more often than not are one-time visitors or yes, tourists exactly. who are here to take some photos and prove that they are rather culturally endowed and then later on perhaps they might find uh, <laughs> difficult to travel to make time to travel back here again so maybe they can return the books at a uh, neighborhood uh, library instead yes that's very considerate and also the fields outside the book house have also been developed into a park for leisure um, agricultural sightseeing and other outdoor activities and if you compare the past and present of this village you will see tremendous transformation um, because years ago Zobu was an empty village um, with many of its young people going to big cities to find work and the elderly and children were left behind but aligning with the rural revitalization projects driven by the country a growing number of college graduates have returned to their hometown uh, of Zobu village to boost local economy and start their own businesses so we can really see that revitalization has really turned the village into um, not only a better uh, space for for the locals, but also a popular spot for uh, rural tourism. So in that sense, we can see this cultural space construction um, has improved community engagement and also boost tourism. That is a really great example. And mm -hmm. in the meantime, actually, we have another example here happened in the traditional earth buildings in Hongshan Township, Luojiang District in Fujian Province. Mm -hmm. I think um, people who have interest in China might have already encountered the idea of the earth buildings uh, in Fujian. Yeah. Uh, we call it Fujian Tulo in Chinese. Mm -hmm. And this specific earth buildings in this place we mentioned had fallen into despair over the years with its wooden floors and roof collapsing, though, uh, though the walls remained intact. So it... It's still there. It has the foundation or basis for renovation. And that's what people did. Actually, in 2017, the locals raised funds to restore the buildings to their original appearance. And in 2020, the local government uh, decided to make the earth buildings as the Hongshan Cultural Museum. So that is another story of we had something amazing, yet because of the development of society, it fallen to despair. And when we have the time and energy and money, we decided to renovate it and put it into use and put it into the kind of place that local people nowadays can appreciate. And this, I think, is one of the uh, kind of cultural spaces that's happening all around China. That is, mm. um, we had the resources, we had a certain type of love to certain past, res well, certain past site or even historical heritage, mm. and we decided to do something about it. And another really impressive type of cultural space is the kind of cultural spaces or communities that is purely designed out of thin air and constructed based on great design and imagination. <laughs> I am talking about the ones, uh, a great example would be the Anaya area. Ah. If you're familiar with it, it is a place that's, well, it is, again, a community that's in Qinghuangdao uh, area. Mm, right. And that place is used to be, I'm not going to say it's nothing, but it's more like we're forget well forgive me if i'm wrong hipsters would hang around so young people really niche group enjoying a little bit of uh, leisure time there but after a while we see local people decided to um, basically design something out of nothing that is to make the place 
as a place, as a community for pop culture.、Mm-hmm. They started to design and construct library. They started to attract a lot of theaters to go.、Uh, a lot of Uh, let's say team、um, play teams to go and play, and、um, actually in since 2013, this once failed real estate venture has transformed itself into this heaven of overstressed city dwellers. It's becoming a place where you can seek non-materialistic fulfillment in art exhibitions, music festivals, landmark architectures like the Lonely Library. If you have visited that place, so this is another way to.、Um, Construct or to create a cultural space. That is, if you have a really good idea and there is a vacant space, you can do something about it. Right, and also since the、um, the change in people's attitude and also in the practices of building cultural spaces、uh, within communities, and there used to be a time when、uh, only、uh, individual efforts were put into、uh, transforming certain、uh, either historical or Or、um, some deserted、uh, places、uh, mm-hmm. into、um, into the into a location where people can enjoy some cultural entertainment, but now,、um, for instance,、uh, these examples include both、uh, both of you that you've mentioned, but also、um, I think、uh, the Be- in Beijing the seven nine eight district,、uh, which was.、Um, Uh, transformed from a an old factory、mm. uh, region、um, that was a very good typical example of the older practice. But now I think、um, in the process of urban planning, more and more attention are being paid into this regard. And not only are they leveraging existing、uh, cultural endowment like those uh, uh, of like those both of you mentioned earlier, and based on、uh, the earthen. The earth,、uh, earth buildings. buildings, or or the、um, rural villages, but also、uh, I think, for instance,、uh, incorporating certain scientific and educational、uh, functionality in there as well.、Uh, in my neighborhood,、uh, perhaps about ten minutes walk from my own house, that my own apartment, there is、uh, this new.、Uh, Also, factory turned、uh, region where there there is a there is a business where、um, uh, parents can bring the kids to to get in touch, actually physical touch with、um, uh, insects and, and plants, various kinds of <laughs> plants and, and animals. So this is、um, this indicates a changing attitude with regard to how these cultural places are supposed to be shaped and developed. Um, so again, both of you guys mentioned、um, tourism as well as cultural consumption. I wonder what is the priority here? Because、uh, if you asked the asked me twenty years ago, the cynical young guy who was still in college, <laughs> I would、uh, scoff at these attempts as only、uh, efforts trying、uh, trying to you know get more tourists、uh, on board, and there was not enough、uh, attention being paid on the actual. Cultural aspect of it. Well, well, I think you can definitely hit two birds with one stone here.、Yes. It does not have to be because I want to attract more tourists. Then I decided to build this place, and it. 
failed or succeed. <laughs> it's it's never like that. It's always starting from something rel- relatively small and not that multifunctional. You, for example, uh, you have this intention of providing local people with this small area so they can demonstrate the very beautiful paintings that the little community is already, um, let's say, really good at doing. And after a while, this place started started to transform into a art gallery and the art gallery attracted more artists to come to this little area and you never know one thing led to another it started to become a community and this is not something that I I'm just saying um, out of imagination actually <laughs> if you have visited Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region like mm-hmm. I did there is something like this happened in um, in actually let's say it's the ah Martik County forget me because I just really it's hard to remember the name uh, actually I'm talking about some farmers painting in that area mm-hmm. the farmers painting started to be very famous a couple of years ago many of the their famous works have even toured around the world for people to appreciate and it all started because local farmers are quite talented and um, mm-hmm. they communicate with each other they basically cultivated this collective hobby of painting something in their life they paint out their own lives and it's used uh, they they would like to use this very bright and contrast contrast colors mm-hmm. and um that's what they did. They started by um, having this little center for farmers to communicate, to compare notes, to learn from each other. And then they started to um, build this little gallery for the good ones, the great paintings to be demonstrated. And after a while, once their paintings got famous, of course, tourism would be created. So it does not have to be choose one from another or choose one from the two options. It's hitting many birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, when we talk about the existing cultural spaces, I mean, more often than not, it's, it's hard to to have them built to begin with. But then after they're already there, there is the difficult question of how do we maintain, how do we keep them running? I mean, there the good library that I talked about earlier on the show was... In the neighborhood, it was uh, about 50 minutes walk, even with the toddler by your side. So it's it's quite uh, uh, accessible, but it's not accessible. But it's not quite accessible in the sense that uh, um, they have a fixed office hour. Like when your kids are supposed to be in school, they will be in business, <laughs> and when quite when your ironic. kids get off. When you want to bring them, for instance, uh, to spend uh, about two hours at night reading to to him, and then uh, have him enjoy the moment. Um, sorry, the office um, is closed. And the library is closed. Mm-hmm. Um, it often is the case. I mean, cultural spaces. I mean, except for some extraordinary examples that are quite profitable and influential at the same time, most of these cultural spaces. Are located in relatively obscure spots, given the element of rent. So they're, they're relatively obscure, and then um, more often than not, they are not profitable. So um, the staff are not necessarily very well paid. So, uh, given all the all the factors here, I mean, often more often than not, they, these are um, perhaps uh, silver servants or just 
people are in in it for the stable job. They're not in it for the overtime. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so the operation of these、uh, of these cultural spaces. I mean, how do we、uh, optimize? How do we make sure that、uh, those who need to spend time hang out there can enjoy it when you know. That, that's the difficult question. I know it is a difficult question, but I think it depends on basically who's banking all the cultural places. I mean, for the ones that are very multifunctional, that they would hold exhibition, that can sell tickets, that they can、um, have theaters and attract a lot of people to play there. Definitely,、um, there would be certain kind of revenue. But for the ones that we talked about, for the libraries, sometimes for、um, certain universities that are open to public, definitely you see local governments playing a part, playing a role in it. They have. I would not say the responsibility, but kind of it's a responsibility to enrich people's spiritual life and、um, cultural, act, well,、uh, leisure time activities.、Mm-hmm. And that is why, actually, according to Ministry of Culture and Tourism, as of September 2023, a total of 33,500 new public cultural spaces have been established nationwide. Those are the ones that we talked about. The、um, the ones with high aesthetic appeal, creative design, rich content, flexible operations. These construction, well, the construction of these new public cultural spaces has become a significant indicator of the high high quality development of local places, and that's why local governments have been. Putting in investment in supporting the construction and sometimes maintaining of these places, and in the meantime, we've only been talking about the major cluster, the community kind of cultural spaces. But back in my、um, social media live streaming two or three times a week <laughs> days, actually, I've encountered a lot of really small but、um, exquisite. Tiny little cultural places、mm-hmm. hidden in the corner of cities and sometimes countrysides. For、mm-hmm. example, if you are walking into, sometimes into a park, sometimes just the a corner of a. Beautifully designed community, you would see certain kind of paintings on the wall,、mm-hmm. and some of the walls are very educational. They talk about certain Chinese idiom related stories. Sometimes they would even have a little history of that community. Or of that little riverbank that's been transformed into the park that you're currently enjoying, and those places are the places that I spend a lot of, not a lot of, a little bit time,、um, <laughs> let's say, introducing during my live streams. And I realize those little areas, a corridor in a park, or a little educational or entertaining wall in a park, would be the place that can. Let's say、um, that is qualified as a small cultural space. They don't have to be all high maintenance. They don't、no. have to cost a lot of money. Okay. Again, another way to transcend uh, the uh, financial cost and also the office hours、uh, imposed on、um, people who are not seeking overtime <laughs>、um, is、uh, to bring them online. I mean, we do have、uh, rather advanced、uh, digital technology, and、mm-hmm. institutions such as the National Library of China they have、uh, programs and schemes to incorporate various cultural resources on their platforms or portals.、Uh, in fact, before the show, I was able to find、uh, the National Library of China. They had a concentration of 
uh, open courses and trainings and seminars, not only produced by uh, the NLC itself, but also by libraries from regional uh, regional um, provinces and and, uh, and counties as well. So uh, I think. Investment into the online or the virtual or the digital world is also a way to go forward. I mean, certainly it costs to maintain the service, but uh, it's perhaps not as costly as you know as uh, having to you know keep the lights on at a at a regional library or an exhibition hall. Also. Yeah. Actually, I feel like when it comes to cultural spaces, one thing that we didn't have a chance to discuss is that cultural spaces are、um, in a lot of、uh, situations. Multi-ethnical or multicultural.、Sure, It is a、yeah. place for us to learn about cultures in, for example, other ethnic groups or cultures that we are not familiar with. Which is why having、um, these places would、um, allow people to have a chance to. I'm not going to say broaden your horizon, but that <laughs> is a fact. <laughs>